Welcome to My Runner's Mind, where we run with gratitude towards a life of happiness and gratefulness. I'm your host, Stina Turgeon, and I believe that as runners, we're uniquely positioned to choose gratitude over negativity. Running itself is so badass, and each run offers multiple opportunities to turn a potentially negative thought or feeling into a positive one. Tune in as I'll share behind the scenes of what goes into my 12-week program, My Runner's Mind, which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and ought tos in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi friends, runners, maybe you're dreaming about becoming a runner. Maybe you ask yourself if you're really a runner. Either way, welcome to episode 44. So I just got back from a quick trip to Denmark where my mom lives. And by quick, I mean it was just a week long only, which is pretty short for me. I typically go at least two weeks, if not a month when I go. And so for today's episode, which will be a little bit of a freestyle, I wanted to share with you how I'm dealing with an emotionally tough time right now because I think all of us can relate to emotionally tough times, obviously. And I wanted to share with you how I'm dealing with it while still keeping my eyes on the big prize right now, which is my upcoming full marathon in just about three weeks only at the time of this recording. And so needless to say, when I made the decision to go to Denmark, which I I did fairly quickly, only a week or 10 days before I left, I had to kind of make some quick plans around my training, obviously, because I knew I'd be about a month out from my race and I wasn't willing to take a full week off of training. If you listen to my previous episode, last week's episode on my marathon training schedule, I run around just about 41 to 45 miles average a week. And I knew I needed to maintain my running while gone. And so what I did first off, obviously, as I said, I wanted to share how I deal with emotionally tough times and still am able to run and get the most out of my runs and prepare myself the best, but also obviously acknowledge the time that I'm in right now and that it's not about suppressing any of the emotions I have around my mom not doing well, which was a whole reason for me going home. She's been struggling a lot this entire year, really, and actually starting back last year or maybe even when COVID broke out, right? Anyways, really what I did when I made the plan to go to Denmark, and I did plan one week. I favored one week over another week, meaning I favored... A running week that's a shorter week, meaning my long runs are shorter on one weekend than the other over another. I had the ability to go in and do that. But aside from that, I still had to put in my five weekly runs. I decided I was going to commit to do my five weekly runs. And so I went in and so the planning side of it was, which I think really helped a lot on the emotional emotional side also, was that I went in and I planned my runs ahead of time. Obviously, I was traveling to a place where I know they lay out of the land. So I was able to go in and actually 
schedule of which routes I wanted to run. So I was completely freewheeling it when I got over there and, and only knew my distances. I had actually mapped out five runs that I wanted to do. I'd gone in and done a little Google searching around the area where my mom lives and I knew the different distances I was going to run on each run day. So that helped immensely because that freed part of my mental capacity, my emotional capacity up, obviously, because that was taken care of. All I had to do just like here at home was really just show up. And then also obviously choosing somewhat of a time to run between. And I wasn't as rigid as I am at home, just because at home I have a very set cutoff, obviously due to work, which I didn't have while visiting my mom. However, I did know that I wanted to maximize my time with her. So again, the best time would be fairly early in the morning so that I wasn't spending her waking hours out running. So anyways, that said, that really gave me peace of mind that I had that part scheduled. And then of course, the gear that I brought and whatnot, I was I was really planning ahead for all the things I needed and check weather and, and what to plan so I could be prepared. But I also wanted to touch a little bit on the emotional part because I think so often as runners, I think very often we use the actual act of running to cope with feelings. And I was trying very hard not to do that. And I think I did a fairly good job of not doing that to where my runs still felt that they weren't being emotionally tied to my feelings around my mom's current situation, obviously, right? I feel what works really well when it comes to dealing with our emotions. And obviously this isn't a quick fix or anything, but it's something we talk a lot about inside my runner's mind is actually to feel our feelings and to not ignore them. And some feelings are really hard, obviously, especially if it's feelings we haven't dealt with before, if there's a lot of uncertainty involved. And I think the most important part we can do as people is acknowledge this and be okay with this and be okay being in a state of feeling whatever feeling it is we're feeling if it's grief if it's sadness if it's unhappiness those kind of really heavy feelings sometimes I've talked to some of my clients about it. it's almost like imagining that you're sitting on a park bench and then you know you kind of dial into that feeling you're feeling and you're almost having a conversation with this feeling like, well, hello, sadness, here we are, or hello, guilt or shame. And really just kind of take a close look at that feeling and what it stirs up in you. And so often we ignore this because it seems, well, I don't want to feel uncomfortable in this feeling. And so we spend a lot of time avoiding feelings and all that does in the long run really is that it remains with us, maybe hidden under certain things, but it, it continues to then rear its head whenever, right? And we play a lot of covering up emotions then. We play a, a game of that rather than if we actually take a 
close look at the feeling and kind of just sit with it. Just kind of almost let it pass through us, whatever feeling, whatever sensation, I'm sorry, that that feeling creates in the body. It can be a tightness in the stomach. It can be heart palpitation. It can be a tightness in the chest or it can be a clenching in the throat. If we actually allow that feeling to happen, more than likely it'll move through us right and it's almost like we we have to kind of almost some people compare it to walking through a tunnel but we all know when we get on the on the other end of the tunnel there is there is lightness right and typically as we allow these feelings they actually pass through us faster and I just I share this even though it's a running podcast because I think it's so important for us to be emotionally resilient when it comes to feelings as runners rather than using running as an escape as a way to cope with these tough feelings right so I felt I went into my trip to Denmark very prepared for this and I allowed these feelings this sadness for my mom who all of a sudden is demonstrating cognitive decline that I've never noticed before and also physical decline that has really worsened significantly since I saw her just six months earlier and so what I'm saying is I felt I'd spend a lot of time allowing these emotions prior to leaving and and seeing her and then as I was there I felt I allowed them I allowed the emotions I allowed you know the tears to well up in my eyes as I was either talking to her or I was talking to the nursing staff instead of trying to you know suppress the feelings because it feels uncomfortable and then take it out during my run And I think in allowing it in the moment and dealing with it in the moment, we, our ability to run, I feel, is almost better. I almost feel it's a better way of running. It's a better experience of running. But more importantly, I feel it's a better way of coping with our feelings rather than using the running to cope with our feelings. That could probably be a little intermix of the two but I do feel it's it's not worthy pointing out that allowing our feelings and dealing with them those separate from running is very important and and where you might see it play into your lifestyle could be in maybe other areas where you really feel that those are stressful areas of your life and so you take it out as you get out on a run and you might just wonder well why should I not continue to do that And my invitation is just that in learning how to deal with emotions for what they are in the moment or sit with them rather than needing a run, I actually think you'll experience a better run when you go for a run. Plus, I think you'll have the upside of feeling emotionally more resilient in being able to deal with them. So I wanted to just kind of, it's a short episode today. I just kind of wanted to share this because I definitely feel it's made such a big difference in my life that I've been able to feel my feelings rather than as I did before or did in the past, not even wanted to look at them. 
And then very often also then I would run or exercise, primarily exercise for the wrong reasons, using that as a tool to feel a certain way, which is really what it is if we use running, for instance, or exercising as a coping mechanism, we're using it some, I mean, I would say somewhat in a, we're not utilizing it to its full potential, I guess is what I feel. Whereas if we can keep the two things separate, we can really utilize running and exercise to its full potential by focusing on that activity rather than running from something. I know I've talked a lot about this in different episodes also or earlier episodes. And that is kind of one of my, one of the big things that have become really clear for me that I used to be the one who would exercise to feel better so that I felt I'd burned enough calories, for instance, in my day so that I could justify whatever I wanted to eat. Or if I was on a diet, I needed to exercise so that I knew that I was burning enough calories. But I I was really going into exercising for the sheer sake of just burning calories, not for what exercise could give me. And really, that's probably what I'm trying to get at, that if we can keep the two things separate, we can really reap a whole different benefit from running or exercise if we can use it just for the purpose of connecting with ourselves. So that's my invitation to you. I hope it resonates. Reach out if you have any questions or comments. As always, I would appreciate if you share this podcast with a friend, a runner friend who you think might enjoy it. And come check us out in my runner's mind if you want to know more about what we're all about. All right. Happy running, runner friend. So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world. Just one run at a time.